What's up? What's up with the culture? I don't know. You tell me, guys. This is another Rollin Piper podcast special, um, and this one is Kobe. You know what I'm saying? It's it's simple. You know, like this guy is the man. This guy, man, this is crazy. First of all, you know, <laughs> sometimes you like try to gather your words and stuff for the podcast, and you got it all together, right? You know, you gonna say what you got, and you know, and not all the time. So I'm chilling most time, most of the time. But, like, even for a topic like this, it's one of them ones where it's like, man, geez, man, arguably Kobe Bryant. First off, before I do anything, I want to do this before I go into Kobe Bryant. I want to first say um, thoughts and prayers to the families, um, the Bryant family, uh, Miss Vanessa and and the kids. She's leaving two daughters behind. Or I want to say three daughters behind. Three daughters behind. Yes, man. Very, very young. Um, Also, you know two girls that's probably not gonna grow up without their father man that hurts me um um as well as you know just really getting into them and i don't want to let this um be watered down by you know everybody's so excited everybody has their thing right but i really want to make sure we definitely we hone in and and really value family you know like family is definitely important family is definitely um is what we should be like cherishing and one thing we should be uh, appreciating. So I think that in a moment like this, we should really be praying and uplifting uh, Vanessa's family and uh, Miss Bryant and, and also the kids and making sure they, they God just begin to heal their minds and just heal their spirits and, their, and uplift them in a way that's uh, beyond, um, you know, reason to doubt right now. Because that's what's needed and that's what's more important than anything. Um, but also Kobe, man, this is, uh, I'm gonna break this podcast down in a, th- a couple segments. Cause I want to answer some questions, um, that I feel like most people are, are, are having at this moment in time. And, and at the same time, I also want to acknowledge and do what's just to who Kobe Bryant was. So, you know what I mean? And, and so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to do a few things in this podcast special and really more so think about Kobe Bryant as who he was and how did he change a generation and how did he literally um spark really you can say that man you you can say that a lot of a lot of especially nba today um a lot of these kids have modeled themselves and modeled the modeled their games or a lot of these men too as well have modeled their games and their mentality from kobe and um but so who is kobe bryant kobe bryant dude Drafted in the 96 class, dude, a beast, a high school kid, you know, everybody, I think he was like the youngest to come out in high school. Nobody has ever came out that that early on in their career before, you know, and um, the greatest thing about, about him was for me, I wasn't, you know, I'm not, I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan, as people would say at the time, but it was one thing that I've I've always learned to do, um, you know, for sure. I mean, it's definitely try to appreciate greatness, regardless on if that's my favorite player or not, because at a time where everything had to be this or that or this versus this, I do believe that that's just another trick of society as well and culture where you're never appreciating greatness at that point. You're always looking to see who's better. 
And um, instead of being competing and always being in competition all the time, it's okay if we chill back and just appreciate that, man, you're great and he's great. T-Mac was my guy and T-Mac and Kobe and those battles back in the day. I mean, it's countless battles. You can think of Kobe, Kobe versus Melo, Kobe versus LeBron, Kobe versus Wade, Kobe versus Jordan, Kobe and Shaq. You know, you know, it's constant and going on and on and on. You can pick any rival you want to. Kobe and Vince Carter, right? You can go on and on but what i did just say was kobe name with all of these other people you know and don't get it twisted you know like a lot of people all join 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 no but i'm gonna go ahead and say this for a majority of my generation we have not seen jordan you know what i mean so kobe and lebron literally was our michael jordan of our era for sure um because it was always kobe or lebron it was kobe then lebron showed up on the scene it was kobe and lebron you know um, I think it's going to Zion Williamson after this, but you know, that's what everybody, you know, everybody that's a debate for, we'll have on another podcast. But, um, also I'm just saying how, how the Kobe dominated our generation for sure. And like, literally you didn't go to school without people saying Kobe, 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 or you didn't go to school without somebody balling up a piece of paper, shooting, doing a fadeaway and saying, you know, uh, uh, Kobe, <laughs> you know. You know, that was our thing, man. Uh, you know, you had to shoot the fadeaway, though. You had to. If you didn't shoot the fadeaway, you didn't do it right. You was just shooting into to a bucket. But if you faded away, uh, 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 uh footwork, uh, Kobe, <laughs> you know, that's how it was. So <laughs> those were, like, the favorite men, uh, the favorite parts of our, like, you know, legacy for us growing up, I guess we can say so far, right? You know, <laughs> So um, one thing for sure is that we got to appreciate where we're at and appreciate um, what Kobe was to this uh, generation and to our era. Um, So this was literally like the Jordan of our era just went down, you know. And so it's crazy to see that, you know, this man is man all accomplished, all get out. But before I even get to that, it's like basketball and, you know, just loving basketball, like just the game and the way that, you know, I believe that there's no sport in american history personally that are surpassed i don't get me wrong i do love my football and i do love baseball and i do love the olympic sports and i love all of that but i don't think that there's no sport that i can see some one person just take over a game and win the game and by free will and some people say the quarterback and pitchers da, da, da. yeah i guess a little bit but not in a way that basketball it's not in the same excitement as basketball, man. It ain't nothing like when a guy can just score 50 on you and you just was playing him the entire game or score 81 like Kobe Bryant did. Come on, that's ridiculous. The highest score ever in basketball history was 100 points, and I think that's by Wilt Chamberlain, if I'm not mistaken. But, like, literally, come on, guys. Like, 81 points to literally look at another man in your face and another man look back at you um, and y'all going one-on-one and y'all going a whole entire game and you could put 81 like points on their head we only go by twos and threes guys only twos and threes so you know to get 81 is ridiculous um but just the way that basketball is you know like just the way the excitement level that it brings and you know you only got five players you know so that you know what i'm saying you only got five players that's it you don't have too many it's five on five it's a, it's a great sport you know um, so that's why I really appreciate it. And also, it's like, you know, a lot of intricacies and a lot of uh, different details that's into the game as well um, that, you know, 
if you're a master at what you do, you can dominate the sport. But not too many people have dominated or mastered it the way that Kobe Bryant did. Kobe Bryant's level and his intent and his drive and his passion and his and his pull and his wear and thaw, his like his, his like a mitigated gall of of like um, just willingness to do it and never really wanting to like give up. Like his 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 nature was to just persevere, persevere. Excuse me, and um and do what he does, you know, and and put the work in. Like Kobe's greatness was only tied to his preparation. Like he was only prepared as far as his greatness was was um, he was only great as far as his preparation took him. Excuse me again. Um, he was only great as far as preparation took him. Like, but but he'd be in the gym for hours, and there was stories like even with Jay Williams, and and he was in there one time, and uh, Jay Williams, he was a former Duke star. I think he had an injury that took him out and stuff like that. But he was one of the great Duke stars, and he was in the NBA one year, and he was watching the young Kobe Bryant. And wanted just he was actually going to take some 400 shots. He said he was going to get some shots up before practice, right? And uh, I mean before the game, the game day it was game day before the game. And uh, he was going to do that. And he while he was there, Kobe was already there, you know. And he was getting his shots up. And so Jay he did his 400 shots. Kobe was still going. Then Jay left, and I think he said Kobe literally worked out. He said I just stayed a little bit longer just to see how long he would go. And he was like, man, he went a long time to it, like close to maybe like an hour before the game about to start or so. Um, and then literally Kobe scored 40 points that night, like literally scored 40. And then Jay said, man, I have to go ask him, why did he do that? Why would why would you do that, Kobe? Like, why why do that? And Kobe told him back, he said, because I knew you was coming in here to watch me. You know, and then when I saw you come in here, I had to do a little bit extra because, you know what I mean? Because Kobe's mentality was like, you know, I'm never going to let another man outwork me. I would never let somebody else outwork me, you know, like that. Because what it says to that is not really towards the work. It's what people lose the sight of the whole thing. People think, oh, I just got to go work out, got to work out, do, do my thing. I got to do my thing like Kobe. I got to go work out, work out. No, it's the mentality. It's the it's the mentality. It's the uh, it's the um, it's the Mamba mentality. <laughs> it's the mentality to, to, to just say, hey, regardless of how hard the day is or regardless on how hard I'm my, I'm putting my body through and how much um, like physical work I'm putting on my body like regardless of all of those things I still will go and push my body to the max because it's really mind over over matter mind over body and like literally your mind literally tells you I told y'all that I think on the last podcast if not I said right now as a man think it so is he so the way you think so are you so Kobe is the greatest embodiment of that that quote and that scripture is as a man thinking so is he that is like the embodiment to the full Kobe Bryant lived that out you know is he thought things and he went for it and at the same time why he thought he he became and once he when he became he just started doing and then he started acting and that's the that's the step simple you know think it become it and then act on it do it go after it you know and then after you go after it you never know what you're setting yourself up for times and generations to come you know so that was one thing i love you know and then of course you know kobe had his accolades you know he five-time nba champ two-time finals mvp league mvp four-time all-star mvp 11-time all nba and etc dude was legit a beast guys we're not talking about just the any kind of sport type guy dude was kobe bean bryant you know let's not get it twisted ladies and gentlemen you know and then like i was telling you guys earlier with the mentality 
you know, like the mama mentality, you know. So, like, just thinking about that, like, you know, he had kind of a little alter ego by having a black mamba, you know. And that was when he got on the court. It was just like, you know, I'm your friend or whatever the case is outside the court, barely. But when we get inside them lines, you know, I'm, I'm going straight all in. I'm going straight into kill mode. I'm going straight into I'm about to no, let no man beat me. I'm not letting nobody get in front of me and stop me. I'm going to go and do what I have to do. And I'm also going to probably lock you down on the other end as well on the other side of the court. So it's basically like, who do you think who do you think you are to be even mentioning the same breath as me on this court today? Like, you know, Kobe really was that guy. He was after that, you know, um, the dude was literally goaded for a few years. He was like the greatest of the era. I've been saying that. Like, that's what he was to us. He's the greatest, you know. Um, I love it. I love it. That mentality. I love it. That mentality is literally um, just trying to get better every day, you know. Just trying to get better every day. You know, striving for that every day. Every day you can do one thing different. Every day you can ask a different question. Every day you can, you know, be great. And that's the one thing I love about the mentality. The mentality had a bunch of things that a lot of people didn't even look in there. But literally it was built out of really curiosity, work ethic, and passion. Like literally out of those things, you know, was built out of this mentality. Like just having curiosity, the, the willingness to go and ask questions, be curious about things. Since you're so curious, you will ask questions. And when you ask many questions and you uh, get on whatever podcast, read whatever book, read whatever scripture, uh, whatever um, whatever YouTube video, whatever thing you need to see to motivate yourself, whatever you need to do to get you in your zone, whatever that is, you know, like being curious enough to go and find the answers. And a lot of times I think today in the society and the culture, I think that we actually lost the sight of like actually thinking. Yeah, like thinking. I feel like none of us don't want to think anymore. We like thinking, uh, why we got to do that? Why can't I just do what I do? Like, you know, but I'm like, no, let's challenge the, the idea of thinking, think it through, you know, and that's what Kobe did. He's always thinking. So he's always curious. So, you know, he even had his like Mount Rushmore of like greats. Right. I think it was like, man, I want to say it was like uh, Magic, Bird, Jordan, Akeem Olajuwon. Uh, man, I can't think of him. But he had a few more other on his on his list and on that little Mount Rushmore group, you know. Like he, 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 that's who he would call all the time. Jay West, that's who he would call all the time to um, get advice on how to be a great NBA player, how to be great. I want to be like you guys. I want to be great. I want. I don't want to be just mentioned. I want to be like you know uh, revered. I want to be like when people mention my name. I'm one of the greatest to ever do this. You know, and and he would seek counsel from people that's been there before him, which gives me like I was telling you guys on the podcast when I made, you know, what's up with uh, having being young with an old mindset, you know, like literally listening to the people that's before you like and you end up being a Kobe Bryant that can go out and do whatever. Because why you you decided to, and no matter what field you in, basketball, that's the greatest thing about I love about Kobe, is like everything Kobe was about was, it was basketball, but this, if you apply this stuff that I, that Kobe was doing to life, you guys, I guarantee you, you guys would be undefeated. You know, you guys would just be great at what you do. It's like just, because you can't make this stuff up, like that's the intangibles. I talk about this all the time. It's the intangible things that make the things tangible. You know what I'm saying? It's things that you have to build within your own self, your own nature to create Create and produce things that's in the present. You know, you can't just automatically just say, I'm going to produce things in the present and had no idea. You know, you got to think about it. Like, you got to think about it. You got to think if I'm making a bridge, 
I'm just going to make the bridge. Like, you ain't going to think about how to make the bridge. You're just going to just start making it, you know, and then people drive over the bridge and be falling through, you know, you know. Nope, not going to do it. It was too easy. I was going to do the London Bridges thing, but I'm not going to do it. But I thought about it. But, yeah, you know, it's one of them things. You know, you kind of got to, like, look at it and, and how to get your advantage, how you do it, you know. And his biggest thing is start early, start fast, start early, you know. Do what you got to do, man. Um, and it's one thing Kobe always was about, you know. When I, when I, when I, when I say I'm done, when I want to say I'm done, you know, I didn't want to say I didn't get to do something. You know, like that's one thing that we all do. We when we when it's all over and our time is called and we are or if it's not time is called or if it's time to leave the earth, you know, it's kind of like make you want to think like, did you do everything? I talk about dying empty all the time. Like, you know, all the greatest dreams, visions and graveyard, you know, why those are people that didn't want to get out the graveyard and go and pursue their dream and, and like didn't want to um like go and do it. They got, got all the visions and the dreams. It's just chilling. But they went to they went to the graveyard with it. They took it with them to their grave. But to be able to leave something on this earth before you go is something that I think that Kobe was one of the greatest things that I love the most about him is that he's able to leave something as he went. That's what I love about Kobe. That's what I loved about Nipsey Hussle, you know, and just seeing how they impacted a culture and a generation. But now what was crazy, what I've seen a lot from since the Nipsey passing is that it's been a lot more motivated people to go out and do what they're supposed to do and realize that, hey, man, it's time out to stop beefing and stop time, time out to stop like comparing ourselves and let's start working. Let's put our heads down. Let's work together. Let's figure out something to do to better and advance a culture of people you know and i think that's i think that's the biggest thing that um us as just human beings we all should be able to relate to being able to say i'm at one point now it's time for me to elevate to another point because if not we get into this complacent mode where we're stuck it's like we're we're stuck in the middle of the ground and we're trying to move out of this little complacent area, but we can't seem to move out the area because why we've not even changed our mind yet. We still own the same mentality, like, you know, insanity, expecting um, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's the same what you're thinking. If you think the same over and over, guess what? Why would you think you would get different results? It's the same thing. You know, so your mind have to really be changed in thinking and everything so that's why i love the most about kobe man talk about the dude that was confident you know that was one of the things that people raised eyebrows with kobe man that cockiness that that little that little ah that little confident i didn't i people called it cockiness i thought it was definitely confident i'm like man i was just talking about how greatness is in preparation confidence is in preparation too like you know what i'm saying like ain't no way in the world you can be in um you know if you know you've been working you know you've been working and you know you've been in there and nobody's even up we all playing the video games some people haven't even rolled over on the other side of the bed at four in the morning and kobe getting up at four in the morning to start workouts like come on now come on guys you guys know that like, think about that. You know, somebody ain't even rolled over at four in the morning, Kobe working, working. And the reporter asked him, you know, da, 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 and he going to say, man, you know, I'm the best to do it. I'm going to do me. But the reporter wasn't even awake at four in the morning. So Kobe like, hey, if you don't know the type of work that I've put in, I can back up everything I say by my work and what I'm going to do. You know, but what he's saying is I work out early in the morning. I do what I do. So when it comes down to the game, it's not nothing I haven't seen already. I remember somebody was saying with Dwayne Wade, you know, like it was a move that he would always hit his hand. And he, every time he shot the ball, D-Wade hit his hand. And Kobe would miss his shot every time. And I think like after that, D-Wade said he came back 
and um, or I, it may have been D-Way made another player, but I won't, I'm pretty sure it was D-Way that said it. Um, but he said every time he would practice in the gym after the game was over, he would have a trainer keep hitting his hand, you know, to let him know, like, okay, you know, uh, D-Way was messing me up and I couldn't get it the way I wanted to get it. And then when he finally got it, you know what I'm saying, the good thing about it is when he finally got it, it's like now he can be able to hit that shot now. That hand bother won't uh, hit him. You know, all that little slap on the wrist that uh, D-Wade was doing or whatever they was doing won't hurt him no more because he'll be able to just shoot through it and still make it. He, he was prepping his mind to say, man, that's just a little hit. You can still do what you do. Follow through with your jump shot. Continue to do what you do. And that's the same for all of us to, today as well. Like, no matter how much life hits us, no matter how many times we get smacked out or whatever the case is, and it seems like our jump shot or seem like what we're doing in life is not working the way we think it's supposed to work or whatever the case is in that nature, it's a time for us to look at ourselves and say, hey, are we going back and adjusting or are we just going to continue to let life whoop us in the behind? So if you know, like, hey, my bills, man, I'm bill, man, the dollar. Hey, brother, my bills, man, my bills. They ain't working like I thought they was going to work, though. You know what I'm saying? Time, time is hard. Man, but you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get better, dog. But you know them bills, man. But my thing is like, okay, so if you got, you know your bills are coming, why not, like, come up with a new financial uh, strategy to beat beat that? Let's not let that be a problem every month, you know? Let's let's not be complaining and not even complain. Well, yeah, complaining. We, well, Lord have mercy. Please, we got to stop complaining. All 2020. No excuses. Nobody got time for it. Quit complaining. Go out and let's do it. That was a side note. But I think Kobe would honor that too. Because Kobe was all about no excuses, no complaining. So, you know, it's right in the tail of what I'm saying. But at the same token, like, come up with a different strategy. Why are we not going back to the drawing board? Why are we just settling for what's going on? And we just like, oh, got to keep trucking. Yeah, you got to keep moving forward. Of course you do. But at the same token, keep moving forward with a strategy. Keep moving forward with an idea of not being able to keep getting punched. It's, you can only punch somebody for so long, you know. And I remember me and my mom and them, man, greatest man, other man, side note, Martin Luther King, love him. And also, you know, like just speaking on that situation, and this still has to do with the topic that I'm on, but just speaking on it, just like, you know, hey man, Martin was just taking licks, you know, and that's why he got a, he got a, able to get a statue in DC. Cause man, you talk about a man that was walking in faith. Woo boy. When the people was doing stuff like that, imagine what y'all would be doing. Yeah, exactly. So just imagine what y'all would be doing in those days. You know, our generation for sure with our mind, you know, ain't none of us been making it. Hey man, do what? Nobody picking up no cotton. Boy, you stupid. <laughs> boy, get your stupid head. You know what I'm saying? Like, boy, you know, and we just stupid. We'd all have been dead. Promise. I did. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. We all been on, <laughs> on something. Because we, we, our miles would have got us whipped up in back in the day. You know, and even with Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? Malcolm X was like, hey, bro, you can only poke me for so long that I'm not going to respond, bro. Like, you can't keep just poking me and don't think we going to, hey, man, keep shooting me. I got something for you. I got something for you. You know, Malcolm, uh, Martin, like, turn the other cheek. I got yeah, I got your other cheek. Malcolm, like, I got your other cheek. But, you know, I, I love both of them because they both carry a different weight in that time. But I just say all that to say, like, hey, we can only get poked for so long until we got to be like, okay, y'all, all right, time to bounce back. You know, let's, let's, let's not keep taking hits. Let's do something about it. Let's create change. Let's do something for our own life to be able to go and dominate what we know we want to do in life. You know? I think I just went on a rant, but whatever. Y'all get the point. But 
yeah, that was that was Kobe, man. That was his mentality. Dude was legit one of the greatest to play the game in our era. And, you know, it is sad to see a person that built, oh, man, that, oh, man, built the game up so far to getting it into the global stage and getting it over into China and helping David Stern. Rest in peace to David Stern as well. Um, and how they blew the NBA out of proportion. The NBA wasn't as big as it was until Jordan and them, you know, and then it picked up some more when Kobe got there. But when Kobe got there, it was like, Kobe, like, man, let's take this thing global even more. Let's keep going. Let's keep expanding the game. And Kobe being a great ambassador for the league. Now it's passed over to LeBron. And, and the good thing about that, there's great other players like Steph Curry and all these other young cats and stuff like that. But make no mistake about it that the NBA – would not be the same today like the game wouldn't even the game is so evolved skillfully today you know and i believe that our era of basketball was the best era people like oh the era back in the uh the uh old school days that was the best era that was the bear that was the best era and then you got people say oh no man the jordan era was the best era you know and that's probably my brother people at the age and then you know the youngsters this day oh no basketball is the best right now man the basketball is the best right now and yeah, yeah, whatever. But I think our generation was like the middle child, and we kind of got a little bit of the people with the mid range. Like I, we the middle child. We also was over the the mid range. You know, we had the mid range killers in in our area. You know, with Rip Jefferson and you know uh, AI and then Kobe and and then you know T Mac and then you had Vince Carter and you know what I'm saying you had like the good people in that area. But it was a little mixture. And then you had three point line too. You know, so it's like you had some great three point shooters. You had yeah, the great game, and so it's just like, okay, so you really have to play basketball. And it was some defense, too, you know what I'm saying? The people were playing defense in our area like crazy, you know. But now, oh, man, first of all, there is no defense being played. If they're going to play, they might, they might be waiting to the playoffs. I don't know, but I haven't seen it since, yeah, it's been a while. The dudes out here scoring 150-plus points, ain't no defense. What? Ain't no defense, you know. Uh, <laughs> but the offense is killing it, though, you know, which is – I think it's also a great, that's the plus side to it. Defense is lacking, but the offense is picking up. But why is the offense picking up? Because the skill of the game has, has transitioned. You know, what I mean by that, you had Magic coming in doing a Showtime thing, Larry Bird shooting threes. Then you have, then you come in the game after that, you get Jordan coming here and it's like, he got everything. Oh my gosh, he got everything. Then after that, you know, he propelled a person like Kobe Bryant. Kobe seen that and like, oh, I could do that. And then Kobe do it. And then, then LeBron comes in the scene. And then Steph Curry, now we're in a Steph Curry generation where everybody shoot threes. You know what I'm saying? So the game evolved. Oh, don't don't make no mistake about Allen Iverson and the crossover because the crossover was invented by the man himself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but... I think that, that uh, I think that all just played a part, and so now you got all these kids, all these young men today in the game, that's that's that has a little bit of everybody, you know, like it's certain players that just got everything. They don't even know what to do with everything. James Harden, one of those players, uh, Luka Doncic, one of those players, Trey Young, one of them players, young players. Uh, man, there's so many good young players right now. I can go on and on. And, and of course, the next transitional talent for me, generational talent is Zion Williamson. Like, you ain't seen a dude that big coming through there. Dude is the size of Kobe. Kobe's 6'6". And the weight of LeBron James almost. A little bit more than LeBron. Yeah, and everybody, like, he can't play at that weight level. Of course, he's going to lose the weight. The dude's 19. Let's not, let's not forget that either. He is 19. And he will lose the weight. I think he will. You know, and he... And he's going to be a, a, a freak of nature already because, you know, it's literally nobody going to stop and stand in front of a dude like that. But in, And with freak athleticism. But that's just another story. No here, no there. I'm just breaking down to how, like, 
the game goes through evolution and you can't look at the today's nba and not look at certain players and be like man if that ain't the kobe fadeaway like Kyrie irving my goodness Kyrie irving is like a spitting image of kobe bryant almost like i haven't seen that like man in a minute i mean like when you talk about players that like you look at them and they like the spit image of that other player man Kyrie irving is that guy for sure but man kobe woo man man it's crazy to think about guys it still is y'all ever be like just doing something in the middle of the day and then all of a sudden you start thinking about it oh shoot kobe gone god damn kobe bryant man you know so i'm gonna answer a few more things um i kind of just want to talk about the mentality of basketball and um first and, and a couple last one of the last two things i want to talk about is uh the great father kobe was oh my goodness talk about a dude that's a dad i mean the reason why he even started riding helicopters because i think he missed like a a play or something like that one time and it it drove him crazy he you know he's a basketball player and he loves basketball and he's doing his career but you know he does want to be a family man he does want to be a, a guy that that loves what he does you know and you know kobe from being who he was um growing up and his dad played in the nba and kobe watching his dad every day doing all the moves i mean he said if it was a timeout he stopped with the ball he waited till the timeout was over and it was time to play he had a little kid to be watching his dad on tv and stuff so it's like this guy just loved basketball from the days of forever and i think another big uh pivotal point in kobe's life was that the love factor in him um and this is why i think that it gets real similar for me and kobe at this point because then kobe says something to me when he was saying well not to me i feel like he's speaking to me all the time that's the one thing that i'm gonna miss the most about kobe first of all is his interviews like i don't know if anybody know me lately like i've been just huge i'm coming back to the story but anybody know me lately is that i i've been a huge on kobe after he retired because i was seeing so many things he's doing after the game like the books, the the the, the movies, the, the philanthropy, the investments. Like, dude was killing it outside of basketball, you know? So it's just now seeing who he was, like, in that nature. Like, man, this dude was doing everything. And then I'm like, so let me, every time I seen Kobe Bryant name pop up in an interview on YouTube, I clicked it. And it's just to me now, it's like, man, now I don't get that well no more. So that's why when I pause and I say what I'm saying, all this stuff in this kind of probably all over the place but you guys kind of following me uh, on this podcast because it's still kind of like difficult for me but just in a sense of like it's crazy it's kobe you know <laughs> it's kobe um but you know it's one of them things that you look at and you and we and you um yeah yeah you definitely you definitely think about it because it's like man a dude with that much wisdom you want to see that person here forever forever because those people are, you know, but he's left so much. Oh, my God, he left so much, you guys. If you guys go listen to interviews, he left so much. But back to the story with the dad. So, you know, Kobe was like, you know, one summer he uh, he out there, he uh, shooting the ball. And, uh, I mean, he did a whole summer, literally, at, I think it was like 14, whatever grade he was in. It was young, very early on Kobe. And it was a summer where... He missed every shot. He said he didn't make a luck shot. He didn't make a layup. He didn't make a. He didn't make nothing. Like the whole summer, he didn't make a shot. Like, bro, how you make nothing, bro? You know, at least I looked up on the shot. I mean, when I played in my little league, I played for the Lakers too. You know, but it was my seventh grade league at the church, or was it? Yeah, it was the church league. When I was seventh grade, I was. Hey, kid, quit playing with me. 
I was number 14 too, boy. I may have missed like 10 threes though, but I hit the three. I hit like three of them for sure. And when I hit them, it was electric. The whole gym was rocking. But anyways, that's no hitting or there. Um, <laughs> it was like when he was in middle school and he missed he missed everything. I'm like, God dog cope. And then but he said he, he was so hurt that some after summer was over and his dad came to him and said, Son, if you miss zero shots or make fifty shots, he said, I'm still gonna love you no matter what. And that was a pivotal point to Kobe because it showed him that hey, I have the I have the opportunity to go out and fail. When a kid hears I love you, that kid then opens up his variety to go and expand himself. Or if a kid hears it from his parent for sure, that kid has now just got motivated, which was is what happened with Kobe. You know, he heard that, felt like he got a chance to go out and give his all and do what he have to do and and go and kill it and, and, and like literally he wanted to do that and improve and then you know the family they still had their their things later on in life and now they, they mended it before Kobe passed away and everything like that so that's no here no area I think you know and the family's actually super close um you know now so all that other drama and stuff anybody got time for all that other stuff people like to throw out but that initial thought with the dad and the love and the family and the mom and the, just you know that that man had that Kobe had that he had resource his dad provided that so just letting y'all know right there pause let's stop there um the family structure just in the general like the, if you have a dad with a mom and they taking care of the finances and making sure that Kobe is being who he wants to be in life and wants to be a great kid I guarantee you you will never know the return of that kid and what that kid can do and produce and end up being the Kobe Bryant that we see and we talk about and um with with um we're remembering today um but it started from that home structure of love you know and that home structure of financially stable and peaceful and you know just love you know love breeds the whole idea of everything you know like and that's the one thing i also love about Kobe. he could take that same love and the same love he had for basketball the five-time champ the the NBA MVP, the All-Star MVP, the Finals MVP, the late game buzzer MVP. I like how he used to do that little fadeaway. Uh-uh, Kobe, he used to hit that fadeaway, especially the one on Phoenix when he pulled up that fist pump like, you know, he was Tiger Woods and whatnot. You know, they both got that little uh, fist pump thing. I love how he was able to take that same championship mentality and bring it into being a family and bring it into being a, a man that was driven on family, bring it to wanting to be a great dad, wanting to be a great uh, husband to his wife, just wanting to channel that same championship and mentality and go outside of basketball with it. You know, he did Oscars, you know what I mean? He got an Oscar and he literally, you know, wrote books, children books of his wizardry series and all that stuff like that to enhance the youth and their, men- and their mindset and their mentality on things. Um, like he literally took the same energy he had and focus in basketball and derived that into the rest of his life and his career. And I always told people, like, that's one thing that I loved about Kobe the most is the fact that after basketball, he was able to still generate the same championship mentality and the same greatness or that mama mentality outside of just basketball. You know, it was able to reach that highest point of every day I'm getting better. Every day I'm able to reach that, reach that plateau and reach that form. The coolest thing to me, you know, even with that mentality is, is how he was able to inf- uh, affect the WNBA community, excuse me, the WNBA community 
and just seeing how like that impact uh, with his daughter Gigi and, and the impact she was having and all the WBA stars saying like, she going to be the next one, you know? But why is that? Why would they say that she'll be the next one? It can't be because of just skill. You know what I mean? She got all the skill in the world. Everybody got skill. There's some people that got skill that's not in the NBA. There's some people that got skill that's not in the WNBA. But it was the mentality that they saw in her at an early age. Her wanting to know more. Her her thirst for the game. Her hunger for the game. Her hunger to want to be great and be the best person possible in that arena or in that sport. You know, you know, like I always say Kobe, he embodied that. He embodied the more than an athlete channel to the utmost, you know? <laughs> Like, you know, it's it's more than just about him. It's, it's about everybody that he's trying to impact that's after him. You know, it's about the next generation. It's about the next man up that's coming up behind him. You know, being able to inspire, you know, and being there for that person. I always tell people, you don't have to have a kid or anything like that. Like, you can literally just uh, be a great mentor to someone or a big brother, a big sister, or whatever the case is. Or you could give them everything you know. Teach them everything. Don't hold nothing back. Like, give them everything you know. Everything you know, you know. And just be able to pour that into somebody that's growing up. And, you know, like you, like every other WNBA star knew, even at the uh, Rememberal or the, the Rememberal, the memorial service for Kobe, you know, excuse me, but the memorial service for Kobe when they was talking about the impact of his his legacy on the WNBA and how his daughter was given, driven into that. And I think that would have been the highest honor for Kobe is the fact that his daughter was being great and she was she was going to be the greatest she ever possibly could, you know. So that's one thing that I love the most about the situation with Kobe is the way that he can take his energy directed into the next to the next gen, which is crazy because like, you know, even Jordan, nobody really knew the Jordan Kobe impact. Everybody thought that Jordan would just be like, you know, forget you, Kobe. The boy stealing all my stuff. Ah, yeah, yeah. But they had like, a, you know, Jordan, he said it. It was aggravating at first. But after a while, you know what I mean? He just wanted to know everything I knew. You know, he just wanted to learn. And who am I to like, you know, shortchange somebody that just wanted to learn and wanted to get to the impact and wanted to be as big as I was in a situation, you know? Um, and Jordan appreciated that that impact with him, you know. And they both had that that instilling, or Kobe had that instilled in everybody. Just don't be afraid. What are you fearful of? You know, don't be fear. Don't don't confuse fear with failure either. You know, because Kobe had moments where you know he didn't reach his highest moments and he didn't. He didn't elevate the way he was supposed to or everybody thought he was supposed to have championships all the time. You know, he had his low moments, but them low moments wasn't lost seasons. Those moments were learning seasons, you know? Those were seasons for him that's going to propel him into his championship mode, you know? And that's the same for all of us. We can be at a moment where we think it's super low and it's super, super low, and it's not the case at all. It's a learning moment we're all in, and it's in the process that in that learning, we learn the process and we keep growing and we grind it out every day. It's going to be eventually we'll be end up in our championship mode and we'll be grinding and we'll be in the highest form of our success of what we love to do the most. But it's not going to give you that much gratitude if you didn't have to put any work in for or you didn't have to put any effort into what you love the most. You know what I mean? If you haven't had to go and had to like, you know, study a little bit more, or had to read up on something a little bit more, you know, you wouldn't have that same level of focus, um, you know, if you didn't have to have that extra level of grind, you know. You got to have that, you know, that extra level of grind is what what propels you into your greatness, you know, because why is something that you love, you know, <laughs> if you if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. You know, Kobe, I don't think he worked one day. He had to put in some work, some grinding and some hours of X, Y and Z, but he loved it. So it wasn't it was automatically counted towards that, you know. And so I love the fact that he could take that and do even in the stock market and do all these different things, you know, 
he always knew how to like just channel the same energy, the championship mindset in the basketball and put that mama mentality in the real life. I love that the most, and especially with the family. That's something that I can embody after. That's something that I can look up to, you know, as a man myself trying to have kids and one day be a great husband. That's something that I can embody as well. You know, why not? You know, and then another thing, a little side note, you know, I just said Kobe wasn't big on fear. Side note uh, on the coronavirus, everybody going crazy, the NBA suspended. You know, guys, don't live in fear. You know, I think it was like a, a, a president that said the only thing that we have to fear is fear itself in a time like now. You know, so the only thing that we're fearing is fear itself. And then the very thing that you fear the most has come upon you. I think that was a, a, a speaker. I don't know. Somebody said that. I don't know if it was a preacher. Well, I don't remember, but it's a it's a quote. Somebody said that. I don't know where I found it, but it's there. You know, <laughs> the very thing you might fear will come upon you. So. And that's fear itself. So if you guys fear something so bad or we're looking at something over and over again, it's going to come on you. And I'm not saying that like, oh, Riley, now you just going to skip through reality. Oh, brother, I'm just trying to come on, man. You got to be real. What's going on in real life? You got to understand this. But you know what I mean? You can accept what you want in your own reality. You can accept, you can accept what you want in your own reality. You know, and it's not to say that it's not real. It's not to say that people are not dying. And it's not to say that people are not uh, doing this. But I like to also say that the media don't also talk about the success stories of the people that's recovering and the people that's like, you know, shaking back and and that's like being able to be fully healed back into their mode. And it's not to say that, right, oh, you, should, you just don't care about the people that's dying and you just got a little low heart. No, that's not the case at all. You know, because I do have a heart and I love people and I love people for who they are. And I know that the, the generations, we, we love them all. And it's not to say, oh, I'm fine with them. Dying. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not trying to say that. I pray that they get fully healed and the people that's on the death, but they're getting fully healed and they're recovering to their utmost power and getting back to their, to their regular day-to-day duties and being back to fully healthy. You know, but at the same time, I also just want to highlight the people that's all recovering. There's people that are recovering from this, this so-called deadly, deadly, super deadly virus that people are just not talking about. And I would just highlight that because, you know, the media don't want that because, you know, you know, success is not not something people like to. It's not a money. Get, like, you know what I'm saying? Success stories and, you know, beautiful stories that are people that's getting back to get, getting back and getting back fully healthy is something that people don't want to click on. They don't want to hear about people getting healthy. They want to hear about who's, you know, why is it such a bad and we ain't got nothing yet to kill. We, you know, so I just say don't live in fear. Live in faith, guys. Live in faith. This is. This is just another trick to throw people off their uh, grind. It's another gimmick, another another uh, little scandal, whatever the case is, in the time to just throw you off your passion, throw you off your purpose, throw you off of everything that you're grinding for, you've been grinding for, and everything that you work so hard for and, and learn. So it's just another avenue now. So in this period, if you love it, like I had a guy yesterday, I was in the gym and I was working out, and he come in there, and I'm like, oh, look, my boy, they're my friend. And he was just like, man, you don't have no NBA left, dog. You might, I might as well get in this gym. I might as well <laughs> hit the gym up, you know. And, and, and you know, it's like, you know, people like, wait, you don't have to get in. You don't have to, you know, wait till this spot with get in the gym. But, yeah, forget it. Who cares, you know. And I think that's the problem with us today now. It's like as soon as people start doing something good, we hit them with the bow time. Bow time. Like, golly, people let the people bike it. God, dog. You're like, no, but now about time, <laughs> you know, like, come on, y'all, let the people make it, man. You know, they finally doing something good, a reward that, be excited for them. Like, you know, be their biggest cheerleader, be their biggest motivator, encourage them, you know. Um, but it's a good thing, you know, so since there's no NBA, I looked at it and I, he go, says, I'm going to the gym. 
some of you guys could be like, I'm going to listen to more podcasts. Some of you guys could be, I'm about to read more books. Some of you guys say, I'm going to get better with my financial literacy now. Some of you, like, you know what I mean? It's a lot of different points and avenues. And I was listening to the CJ McCollum and, and Jordan Schultz, and uh, they had the podcast with Melo, and they were just talking about how the NBA players, they need to learn how to do their financial literacy better. Like, you know, now basketball can stop at any moment. And that's for anybody. Like, that's another lesson for everybody. Like, you know, any of these things that we do can stop at any moment. So how was your finances? How did you decide to stack your bread and how did you decide to save and whatever the case is like for a moment like this you know you could be doing something bigger than what you're doing so you always need to have multiple things to what you do to uh elevate yourself and that's the one thing kobe embodied the most <laughs> kobe had so many businesses kobe had different avenues different lanes to show you where you use your mama mentality mama mentality says we never quit no matter when something stops in our life we keep going it's like, man, how you keep going when something stops easily? I got, I keep going. I got the mama mentality. Every day I try to get better and better and better, you know? And that's the goal for us is like being able to not just take this thing, take this life for granted and take it for like, you know, we're scared of things. So I just challenge everybody, don't be, don't be scared. Don't let this thing uh, cause us to be in fear, you know, and cause you to not want to like, you know, do what you're supposed to do or, or be a better person or get to your mode of, being the best, highest quality of you. You know, find a way, maneuver, find another avenue, get better. Oh, I can't do it this way, I, well, do it another way. Oh, I can't do that, well, find another way. You know, figure it out. My dad always taught me, figure it out. That's been my motto my whole life, figure it out, you know? And I'll probably do a podcast on that, that's kind of dope. Figure it out, you know? You guys got it. And that's the one thing Kobe always was, figure it out, you know? That's his mentality. Um, so, and also, I just want to talk about this because I don't want to be too long. It's just the why God. Um, everybody always says, why God, God, come on, God. Why would he do such a thing? Come on, God, why? Lord, Lord, why? Kobe, Kobe, Lord. You know, and I just say in this moment when we all asking this question, well, why God? I think that we should turn our attention to knowing God and trusting him and getting to the point where if we know him enough, we would trust him. Um, so I would encourage, this is a moment for us to all to to look at ourselves. I always tell people all the time, like, you know, when I lose a loved one, I always look at myself and say, what could I have done better, period? Just what can I do better tomorrow? What can I do to, first of all, carry on the legacy of that person that they left? Like Kobe left a lot for us to carry on. So why wouldn't we just carry on what he's left for us and trust God that he's going to supply it for us and get us into the next level? Cause there's a lot of things that we may not understand in life and it's and it's totally okay with that and it's totally okay to ask the question why god but i i love the uh i love the scripture of the joy of the lord is our strength like even when we lose loved ones god's saying the joy of the lord is our strength so the, the joy that he's given us he's given joy just so it could comfort us and make us be our own strength put it like this that make any sense the joy that he's given us excuse me is basically our strength that's what we use to recover ourselves so the moments that you remember with Kobe or that loved one that you had and it was great memories and great love moments and it was great, 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 um, great uh, movements and stuff like that or just great moments, just stuff that you can remember that you can laugh for or like, man, that's Kobe, man, or that's, that's this person or that's this person, you know, and you just had a moment where you laugh and you smile. God gave us that joy just so it can strengthen us in a moment where we seem like we're weak. You know, he said that because when we lose our own strength, you know, when we lose our own strength, we can call on the joy 
of the Lord to replenish that for us. So we can be able to remember those moments when stuff bad. He's gave us those moments with people so that we can go back to him and gain our own strength. And that entails of us knowing God, you know, knowing him better, knowing that it helps me move forward. It helps me go to the next level. It helps me um, diminish my question of why or even in the realm of blaming God. You know, I get into the point of trusting him even more and making me want to love on him more because he's always loved on me and he's never lost any battle. Even with that coronavirus thing, I think that this is going to blow over because he's going to take care of uh, the people that he wants to take care of. And I'm not saying that he's not going to take care of everybody. No, he take care of you if you ask for it. It's life and death is in your tongue. So if you speak life over yourself, I believe that life will continually be over yourself. It's just a matter of believing these things, man. Think it as man thinking so is he and then totally believing it like you think it believe it and you become healed you know what i'm saying so if you think healing 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 you're going to stop becoming it and then you're going to you're going to uh i mean you're going to start believing it and then you're going to start becoming it and the same with fear you know if you start thinking fear thinking th fear thinking fear you're going to start thinking fear you're going to start believing fear and guess what you're going to be coming you're going to start becoming fearful you know so choose the opposite version of these things choose one thing um because it's like i said why god is always a great question you know it's an easy question that everybody want to know. And it's and more so people push the white God into the blaming category. And I wouldn't blame God. I would just trust him and, and, and understand that he's here. He said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He'll always be here for us. You know what I mean? He, he, he's a he's a he's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. Like he's here. He's here. And he wants to be more um, closer to you. So I, I just challenge people to get a better relationship with God. And I will go in more deeper detail, but I have to do that on another podcast because I don't have too much time on this one. I just want to like narrow this. And this is really about Kobe. And I want to answer that question because it was a big one. Um, but I would just definitely tell people like, you know, use that joy. Use that joy that God given you to cause on, call on that strength that you may need in any time of need. You know, it don't matter what the case is. It don't matter when you need strength. Go look for that joy because he placed it there just to replenish your strength. So I say all of that to say thank you guys for listening. Kobe Bryant, the great, ladies and gentlemen, Kobe Bryant, the great. I personally think the NBA logo will be changed to Kobe Bryant maybe within the next year or so. That's my personal belief. Other people probably be like, what? What you mean? I think that the logo will be changed after all this other stuff blow over with this coronavirus because, you know, the NBA did get suspended, all this other stuff like this. So I think once all this blow over, it will be Kobe being the logo because he deserves it. He's the GOAT. He played for the biggest market in the world, one of the biggest markets, the Los Angeles Lakers, the most historic franchise in the history of NBA basketball. And he re reached the highest moment and he was a five-time champ. He was Kobe Bean Bryant, man. Man, Kobe Bryant, you know. <laughs> so one thing I could always tell us, let's honor his legacy. Let's all honor the legacy of Kobe and go do what we need to do and use that Mamba mentality and reach the highest form we could ever reach in our lives and in our people that we mentor and the people that we inspire lives. Um, and I just like to say that thank you guys for liking this. I hope you guys like this podcast. I hope you guys review it. I hope you guys rate it. Please rate it. Give me five stars or something. Get, go into the review section. Tell me what you think. Tell me how this is helping you. You know, I love hearing success stories, guys. Thank you, guys. It keeps me motivated to keep doing them because the more people that love it, I, it just keeps me fueled because, you know, like I said, it's for anybody. Anybody that's going to start out on anything, you know, having people that just back and say, man, we appreciate it. That always helps out to keep people going. Like, support always helps. So I thank you guys. I thank you guys. If nobody ever tell you you love you, uh, they love you, I love you, and I appreciate you. So now you can't be like, man, you know, ain't nobody ever told me you love me. I don't know. Anybody love me. That's a lie because I just told you I love you and I appreciate you. So, man, thank you guys for listening. More heat on the way. 
got tons of man the next guests oh my gosh my guest list is crazy i can't wait to get those out to you guys uh, more heat on the way i'm gonna try to do more specials i don't like to wait when the people pass away either i'm gonna probably just do more specials on people that i think are great you know what i mean because I, I truly believe there are people that are great now that we can look and emulate and see how we can take their life and right now and apply it to our lives to be better people um so i appreciate you guys for listening man um once again this is what's up with the culture what's up with the culture i don't know you tell me all right y'all i'm out